Hello, Mama. So excited to be here, maybe even more than normal, because it's New Year's season, which means we get to talk about dreams and goals and the future and all the goodness that is to come. And if you've been around here for a minute, you know I love those conversations. So uh, I'm excited for today. You should get excited. I'm going to walk you through uh, some simple steps in order to help you dream big for the new year to set some goals and not just set the goals, but actually make progress on them. And, um, I'm going to share a little bit about what mine look like, and hopefully that's going to help you just be ready to be intentional this year about stepping into all that God has for you. He has so much waiting for you, so much goodness. And I just want to help you take that next step. So I hope today encourages you and excites you. I also have some exciting news about a New Year's sale to drop, so make sure you listen closely. Uh, But let's do this, Mama! Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. mama again. Okay. So exciting news first, before we dive in to the content to prepare you for all that God has for you this year. But I don't know if you've been, uh, clicking around morning mama lately. Speaking of that, there's going to be a lot more updates coming soon. Uh, if you listen to the last episode, I shared that a real website is coming soon. I'm excited. It's been a long, long, long time coming. So that's not here yet. However, some other changes are here. And something that a lot of you have been asking me for for a long time is officially available. You can now access the healed mama course without the program, which drops the price significantly because you know, with the program, you get weekly coaching. And so that course on its own is available to you at such a reasonable price that you can really dive into all the content. And so if you are a self-motivated person and you know how to go deep and do the work, then this course is for you. I, I hesitated for so long, um, thinking because people had asked, asked me for this for a long time, just to make the price more reasonable. And I hesitated because I did not want to sell something to you that was not going to work. And I was really concerned that if I just gave you the course without any kind of coaching support, that it wasn't going to work. And so I waited for so long, but I finally got some feedback from some people that had been through it before with the coaching, um, and done the course. And they said, absolutely. The course on its own could be great. Um, and then if you, you know, want additional support, you can add on a coaching session for an additional fee, but that was the, just like the green light I needed to go for this because I wanted to make it available to you. I just wanted to make sure that it was going to be something that gave you that 
movement that gave you that tool so you could create a map of what is going on, why you keep reacting in the same ways that you keep uh, yelling, you keep struggling with anxiety, you keep facing this mom guilt over and over. And I just wanted to make sure that I could without me being live with you, help you through that. But now that I've had someone experience it and they say that it is going to work for you, it is there for you. So to celebrate that and to celebrate the new year, we are doing a sale. So if you want to dive into that course uh, without the coaching, still great content. You get to learn restoration theory. You get to know all of the, you get to create that map that I keep talking about that helps you understand why you're feeling what you're feeling and how to stop it. And it's so simple. And then you take that map and I walk you through in lots of videos and lots of worksheets, how to apply that to every area of your life. And you can kind of create that map and then focus it on in on the area where you're struggling the most. Maybe it's parenting for you. Maybe it is your marriage. Maybe it is extended family. And you get to decide after you create that map, which part of the course do you want to jump to, to work on applying it first. And then you can work through the other areas after that, because all of us can grow in every area always. So get excited. If that's you go and use, go to morningmama.co. That's morningmama.co. And if you click join now, it'll pop you right down to the two options. So the the DIY course is what I'm referring to now, where it's just the video and worksheet content that you get to access. Um, and you get that for the lifetime of the course. And that now, uh, if you, in the next week you buy that, use the code NY24 to celebrate 2024 and you get 24% off. Isn't that fun? I got excited when I figured that out. Uh, so NY24 for 24% off the course. And then if you want to go all in and you want that live time support with me weekly, as well as other women that are walking the same journey and want to hear about what's going on for them, what their questions are and what coaching they get, and then want to get my eyes into your world, then come and join the full program. It is worth it. Absolutely. And you can get $240 off of that with the code happy to 40. Um, so NY 24 is for the DIY course and happy 240 is the option. Do it together. You'll see it when you click, um, uh, join now and you can find all of that morningmama.co. I will also make sure to send an email out to all of you if you want the details. So if you're not on my email list, get in the Facebook group and that's probably the best way right now to um, get in there. But you can also email me support at morningmama.co with any questions, anything you need. I am excited this is so great. I love the new year because it creates, as you've heard me say, creates such momentum. And so if you know that it's time to heal, it's time to get understanding about what you're feeling. It's time to stop that anger and have a action plan for implementing change. Then now is the time to jump in, to do something different, to to use your energy, to use your time, to use your finances in order to invest where you need it the most. And I'm going to be talking about that today and talking about where I'm doing that. And in fact, I invested in a uh, similar program, not in the same um, 
it's, it's about systemizing my life. It's called it's Chelsea Joe's systemized to scale. And I'm really excited. I'll talk more about that, but it's, it's similar in that I get the coaching and I get the video and I get the worksheets and I'm going to be doing the work and getting that help and feedback and accountability as well. So that's where I'm investing myself this year as I begin this new year. And I know that's the biggest thing that I need to work on this year. So for you, if you know you need a game plan for healing, for motherhood, for marriage, for any relationship to stop the anger, to stop the anxiety, then come and join me. And I would love to see you dive into the program. I would love to get to know you. And if that's not for you, then I would just love to meet you on your screen and hopefully unpack for you some strategies that are going to change your life. And I say that because they've changed my life. Uh, restoration theory, uh, pain and peace cycle has changed my life. I now have a plan for any situation of how to regulate myself so that I can, if, if I lose it, right. Cause I, I still lose it sometimes, but when I do that, I know how to get back on track and the amount that I lose it is way decreased. And the intensity of, of what it looks like when I lose it has way decreased as I have used this plan in my life again and again for the past, like, I don't know, decade probably at this point. So I want to teach you that. I want to walk with you through it. Come join me. Okay. All right. Enough on that morningmama.co and you can get all of the details over there. So I'm excited for that, but without further ado, let's jump into our episode. I'm really excited because it's New Year's and we get to talk about goals and about dreaming. So I want to share with you, let's see, how many steps do I have? Um, it kind of changed my numbers when I was typing one, two, three, four, five steps. Perfect. Five steps for you on how to set goals for your new year and what that looks like. So goal setting in general, if you haven't heard me talk about it, 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 there's some, it's not always the best. Like if you just set a goal, often what happens is you set that goal, but you don't figure out the steps to get to that goal. And so a lot of people might set a goal and then they just leave it there and they don't put it somewhere they can see it. They don't map out a a path to achieving that goal. And so then you just end up discouraged or you completely forget about it until the new year. And then you set new goals and then forget about those. Right. And so the, the trick with goal setting, I'm going to walk you through it today, but we can't just set goals. We have to, we have to figure out that path to getting to the goals. In fact, you don't even always need the full goal, but I'm getting ahead of myself. I'll talk about that soon. But first, here's what, this is where you start. Number one, this is what I do every year is first of all, we have to start in prayer. And the way that I start in prayer specifically is that I ask God every year for a word of the year. And I have done this practice. You've probably heard me talk about it in other New Year's episodes if you've been around here for a minute, but I've done this practice for, again, probably about 10 years, maybe, maybe more like seven, six or seven. And, um, it's been so fun because God every year reveals something to me and every year I'm blown away about how he confirms it and just how the word feels like it fits like a glove on my life right now. And all throughout the year, I'm encouraged by it. And it reminds me of, okay, this is the direction God's calling me this year. This is the encouragement he's speaking to me this year. This is, uh, you know, if I'm in the middle of a decision and I'm praying through what to do, I think, okay, what is my word of the year? And that helps filter what I might do and what I might choose or how I might see a circumstance. So I highly encourage you to start this practice. If you 
don't already do this. I know a lot of you probably already do, but it's so fun. It's because we can't set any kind of goals. We can't set any kind of dreams without first starting with God, right? He made us. He has great plans for our life. He is the dream giver. And so if we are not stopping to check in and seek him for wisdom and insight in all of this, then we're missing the, we're going to miss the mark, right? He gave us minds to use. So yes, we can use those minds, but we need to be in connection and, and aligned with him and his word first and foremost before we just start thinking, right? And so this really kind of sets the tone for your dreaming, for your goal setting. So what this can look like, usually I begin this, um, now this process kind of starts in November ish for me. That's what I, uh, now, when I now begin to start, start thinking about the new year and goals and things that I want to work on and, and reflections and all of that. And so I start kind of in November praying, but that doesn't mean it's too late for you now. But I start just asking God, God, give me a word. What word do you have for me this year? What do you, what direction do you want to take me in? And I just wait on that. And, and as I'm praying, I I try and remember to keep praying for that. And, and I just keep my eyes open and I just become expectant because God loves when our expectations are high. He's always going to exceed our expectations. The high expectations in God is faith. We're trusting that he's going to show up. We're trusting that he's a good father that wants to speak to us and wants to move in our lives. And so we want to get our expectations high. Now, side note, high expectations in anything besides God will usually leave you disappointed. I've made that mistake on many birthdays, on many Christmases, on many, you name it. And so high expectations apart from putting them in God are usually a bad idea. But in God, we can trust that. Now, the high expectation isn't in the outcome of what he's going to do, but it's in him and who he is and how he's going to show up and how he's going to speak and how he's going to move and how he's going to redeem. And so putting high expectations on God will always uh, flourish you, always bring fruit. So as you go in asking for your word, go in with an expectation that God is going to speak and going to move that don't go thinking like, Oh, God, I, uh, I don't know if this, I don't know if you really could do this. I, I don't know if you really want to speak to me, but I would, I want to, I want a word this year, right? Like that's not a prayer of faith. Go in and say, God, I believe you want to speak to me. God, I believe you have plans for my life. The Bible promises me that God. So reveal some of those plans to me. God, what word do you want me to, to rest on this year? What word do you want to be the foundation in my life this year? And, and then be expectant that he is going to answer that. And that means that every, every time you read the Bible, every time you go to church, every conversation you have, your, your ears are kind of always perked to words that stand out. Your eyes are in tune and as you're reading the Bible, like what words are jumping out at you? And as you go through this process, there might be a few, like when you're reading the Bible that jump out or in in conversations, or I remember I started this process when I was at the dream planning conference with Polly Payne and Reve Church in November. And I I remember there was a couple words that were standing out at that time. And so if if that's happening, just keep that expectations expectation high that God is going to reveal it to you and just keep waiting and just keep praying. God, show me which, which word is for me. God, which one do you have for me? Confirm it. And so as you do that, just wait on him 
again, be, I keep saying be expectant because I just want you to like be on the edge of your seat. Like don't give up. If you're not sure, if you're confused, if, if you're uh, just not getting anything, don't give up. Continue to be expectant. But that also means don't dismiss thoughts that come to your head. Like maybe a strange word like um, jump. I mean, that's, that's not that strange. I'm trying to think of a really strange one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it might be. Tree. Maybe, maybe you keep hearing tree or or the word tree keeps jumping out at you. Don't throw that away. Write it down and pray over it and see if God confirms it. And usually he'll confirm it by, um, just showing it in another area. Like maybe it, it pops up in another conversation or maybe you, uh, look up the, the definition of the word tree and you're like, oh my gosh, I know that God has been speaking to me about being rooted. And I know Brittany keeps saying to get in a church and let your roots go deep. So I think this is it. This is my year to get rooted in a church, rooted in relationships. I'm going to be like the branches of a tree that are strong because my roots are going deep. So, you know, you, you look into what that might be and, and seek that confirmation. And, and every time, every time I've done this, God makes it so clear to me. So this year for me, um, I can't remember the other words I was debating, but the word that I've landed on, um, and that God confirmed is faithful. And this makes complete sense for me this year. Uh, faithfulness is something I've really been trying to work on. And I've shared it a little bit with you throughout the, the years on here that that can be an area I struggle with in some ways, um, in, in terms of being consistent or being faithful in the little things that aren't exciting. Like, you know, I love dreaming big in the future. Like often faithfulness doesn't feel like, like doing the dishes doesn't feel like a dream. It feels so far removed from a dream. However, God has revealed more and more to me that doing the dishes is one of the best ways that I can receive the dreams that he has for me and step into the dreams he has for me. Because in order to get to the next level of what God has waiting for me, I need to first and foremost be faithful in all of the little things in my life. And when the dishes aren't done, then I struggle, right? Because my house feels out of whack. My husband's impacted. My kids are impacted because then in the morning when I'm trying to get everyone out the door, I'm more stressed because the dishes aren't done, right? I'm not showing up as the full person I'm, I was created to be. And it impacts every little area of my life. And so it, it requires a faithfulness in all of those little mundane tasks that some of you rock at and you need to work more in the dreaming area. But for me, I love the dreaming. And so the mundane tasks are very hard for me. And I just, it feels often like a waste of time to me because I'm like, no, I could be building a project. I could be, I could be, I don't know, <laughs> writing a book. I could be, you know, and it's, it doesn't mean that I think I'm better than that. It just means like, I feel like my time is best used doing other things. Cause that's what gives me life. It feels like that's what makes progress. But what God has shown me is that no, First, we are faithful with the little things. And as we do that, we have more capacity to show up in the, in the full way in those big things. So 
that's me. And so this word for me is twofold faithfulness in for me in the little things. And then on the other side of it is that God is promising to be faithful to me, which he promises us that in the Bible over and over again. So we already, we already have that promise, but that's a word that he's giving to me is this year, I'm going to see his faithfulness. He's reminding me that, and that th- I'm going to hold tight to this when I'm struggling, when I'm in the depths of, of frustration with my kids or the depths of trying to manage my schedule or the depths of trying to do the dishes. I'm going to remember God is faithful. He is going to bless me for my faithfulness. He is going to bless me when I get up, when I lie down, when I go out in, in all the land, he's going to bless me. And so this word helps me focus on what I need to be doing and helps remind me of the truth of what God promises to do in my life. And so I'm so excited for this word. Uh, in addition to just finding a word this year, and I don't know why I haven't done this in the past. Maybe I did it certain years, but all that to say, I also found some, some key verses to reinforce this word this year and to stand firm on. And I want to read a few of them to you. And the way that I found my verses, I'm trying to see, I found them. Okay. On this paper, Uh, I have a million papers all over my desk. That is one of the things I am trying to systemize this year. More on that soon. Okay. So the way I found my verses is, uh, for me, I went into blue letter, blue letter Bible app. It's a free app. It's a great resource. If you want to dive deeper into scripture, it has, it is completely free and it has commentaries, uh, lots of different commentaries to choose on for each passage of scripture has the Greek and Hebrew, Hebrew translations. There's just so much content if you want to dive deep, deeper into the word. Um, and I'm sure there's tutorials they have cause it can be a little confusing, but all I have to say, I went in there and I searched in there for the word faithful. Uh, I don't remember if I typed in faithful or faithfulness. You can, you know, kind of try variations of your word. Um, but you can also do this in Google if you don't want to go into the blue letter Bible app. But I came up and I I read through the list of verses and there was a lot. And for me, I wrote down the ones that like stood out, like they jumped off the page at me. They, they made me kind of teary eyed. They, uh, invigorated me. And so there's going to be a potentially, depending on your word, potentially a lot of verses, but you just really want to write down the few that like scream at you. Like, uh, I've heard it before, like a racehorse is rising up inside of you trying to, to shoot out. So Here's um, uh, some of mine. I don't know if I'll read all of them, but first of all, it's Second Thessalonians three three. It says, "But the Lord is faithful; He will establish you and guard you against the evil one." And that to me was like, "Oh my gosh, yes!" Anytime I'm struggling with anxiety or fear, I remind myself, "No, my word is faithful. My God is faithful. He will guard me against any evil." Uh, the next one is Matthew twenty five twenty three. It says, "His master said to him." Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And I love this reminder of like what I want it to feel like when I enter heaven's gates is I want to, I want to hear that. Well done, servant. You've been faithful over a little. And it's that reminder that as I'm faithful over a little, God is going to bless me with the more, but I have to first be faithful over the little. I just love that, that imagery that creates as well. Uh, the next one's Deuteronomy seven, nine. It says, know therefore that the Lord, your God is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him. Keep his commandment to a thousand generations. Oh, I didn't read that right. It says steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. So essentially it's saying that God 
is faithful to those that follow his laws and to follow him and not just faithful to that person, but faithful to a thousand generations. And so this was really huge for me because sometimes there are moments of fear with my kids of, are they okay? Or is this happening? Or, or how are they going to do? And I, I always have to ground myself in the truth. And this verse can reinforce that truth for me, that not only is God promising to be faithful to me, but also to my children. And I can trust God with my kids. So that was huge for me. The last one I have is 1 Samuel 2, 9. It says he will guard the feet of his faithful ones. So just a reminder that God is guarding over every step of my journey and not just me, but a thousand generations. So also over my kids. So that is a few verses I'm going to be clinging to this year. I am right now. They're just on a scratched piece of paper, but I'm going to be putting them. Um, I haven't figured out where for sure on my desk, maybe also on my mirror. Um, and in just places that are, I'm going to see them this year so I can remind myself of them. I would like to memorize them as well so that these can be part of my heartbeat, right? Like when we memorize things and we ingest it, it becomes part of who we are. Okay. So I've spent a lot of time on that one. That is number one. And it's such a fun one. So make sure you dive into this, ask God for your word of the year and find some verses to support that. All right. Number two. And the next thing you're going to do is you're going to look through your results from the last year. So in the last episode, I unpacked what it looks like to review your year and what questions to ask yourself and how to really go there. And so you're going to need to first and foremost do that process. That's one of the most important things you can do is review your year, look through what worked, what didn't work. That's how we learn. That's how we grow. If we don't look back, we're going to miss so many opportunities for growth. So we look through that, like go through that process that I talked about in the last episode. And then I want you to write down what stands out, put, put a couple bullet points. What stands out? What stands out as things that uh, really worked and you want to do more of that? Or what stands out as things that didn't work and you really want to grow in that? What stands out? So a couple of things for me that stood out and there's, there's more, but this is just a couple of them. First of all, and I already touched on this, but disorganization was a theme <laughs> in my home, in my business, in my ministry. And I will say like, I have made massive progress in this area. Like my home is not crazy mess all the time. Uh, in fact, when it's cleaned up, there's no clutter visible because I do not like clutter and it's, you know, so I, I it's not that everything is in chaos all the time. Um, even in my business, like, you know, I, I obviously have enough order to show up here on the podcast and I have enough order to be moving projects forward. So it's not that everything is in disarray, but, but it also is. So like, like I said, there's papers scattered all over my desk, um, actually in nice piles, but there's so many different thoughts on so many different pages. Cause I'm an ideas person. And so I love writing down ideas, but then they get everywhere and it's hard to track them and I lose them. And I forget all this great thinking I did and I never implement those things. Right. Or just the, the way that I do podcasts, like I don't always record you know, on the same day, or sometimes I'm way ahead and sometimes I'm doing it right just the day before, like right now, hopefully that my dad will be able to edit this tonight so I can get it to you tomorrow. Right. And that is definitely not my goal. I want to have it at least a couple of weeks ahead to you. So there is progress, massive progress I've made and so much room for improvement. And so that's one of the themes in my life. And so this year, I am also adding in some things into my life and more on that another time. But 
I need to absolutely be systemized. And if I am not, I will not be able to be faithful. See how that like, that's the, one of the big things that stands out to me because it ties even back into my word. And so that's one of the big things that I want to work through this year. Now I'll talk more about what to do with that next. Um, but another area as well as I talked about parenting while as same kind of thing where I feel like we have made huge strides in parenting, excuse me, parenting, and we have done so many things right. And we're, we're have so many systems in place and there's so much great connection and my kids are in a new age and a new phase. And I need to learn some new ways of of relating to them. And I want to learn some new ways of setting our family culture in a way that we didn't need to when they were younger. And so this is really an area I want to grow in as we always should be growing in, right? Like, um, no matter if you are a expert in anything, you need to be growing in it. And again, I'm not a parenting expert. I'm trying to help you in your life as you show up as a mom. But anyways, we should always be growing in that. So those are a couple things that stand out. There's some more too, but those are just a, a couple main ones. And so as you look at your year in review, I want you to identify your areas of biggest need. The area of biggest need is where you're going to want to invest your time, your money, your resources, your energy, everything you have. Look at those areas of need, because if we try and spread ourselves thin in every single area, then we are going to not succeed. Now, one of the things I do like to do is go through every area of my life and make a goal. We'll talk about goals in a minute, but, but kind of identify the biggest need, if you will. Um, and so I think that is a good thing to do, but we're just going to talk about how to break that down soon. So if you want to, as you look through your year in review, go through every area. Like I, I go through my spiritual life. I go through my body. How's my body doing? I go through my mind. What's going on in my mind? I go through my home, my marriage, my parenting, uh, ministry, business, and I go in every category and make goals. So I do encourage you to do that. Um, we're just going to have to in the following steps I have for you, make sure you're listening and not doing too much. Okay, mama, we'll have to wrap up this conversation in the next episode. I hope you get started on these first steps and get ready for some more in the next episode. And I, uh, just a reminder, come check out our new year's sale, 2024, come access the healed mama DIY course that is now available to you. And you can get 24% off of that with the code NY24 at morningmama.co. That's morningmama.co or you can get $240 off of the Healed Mama Academy program where we get to do it together. We get weekly live coaching together and other people walking this journey with you, Facebook support, everything you need to have eyes into your life and have the accountability and encouragement that you need to make a plan to, to heal this year, to show up for who you were created to be. So I hope to see you over there. Uh, go to morningmama.co and I hope you'll join us. Let me pray for you. God, I just thank you for this beautiful new year. God, I thank you that it's a fresh start, a fresh, exciting place where we get to focus on who you are and your goodness and, and the plans that you have for us. God, I pray for every mama that's listening. God, you would just speak so clearly to her this week. God, as she's seeking your voice, God, I pray that you would just confirm the words you have for her. God, I pray you would bring her verses that she can stand firm on this year. God, 
And we just praise you for your goodness. We praise you for what you're going to do in our lives this year. God, and we we come in so expectant and ready to see you move, God. We love you and praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you've found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.